for a single soul. Reaching a further and stepping in closer. Today is Sunday, January 16th. This is a special day. Like in the Psalms 4610, it says that, uh, Be still and know that I am God. In this way, uh, Sunday is often reserved for stepping away of, from all of the busyness that we may have been working on, which are good things during the week. But God designed us in a way that we need time of rest. Now, in the Jewish traditions, he gave them the Sabbath day, which they ceased from all of their labors. Well, for believers today, there's still in our bodies a need to be still or, or stop our thrashing about. That's what the be still is about, is it's stop the chaos. Because often during the week, I got to tell you, it just feels like everything's coming at me. And it's important for each of us at a point to be still, stop our thrashing, and to know. To know Him is in a way to engage God, engage the truths of the Bible, of fellowship with other believers. To, to know God, it has to do with understanding how He shows Himself. To be still and know that I am God. So often we think the harder we work, the more hours we put in, the better the product will be. And, and there are tests out there that shows there's a, a, a decline in, in the efficiency of what we're trying to do. So I encourage you today and through the year to be still and know that I am God. Luke chapter 4, verses 31 through 44. Then he went down to Capernaum, a town in Galilee, and on the Sabbath he taught the people. They were amazed at his teaching because his words had authority. In the synagogue there was a man possessed by a demon, an impure spirit. He cried out at the top of his voice, Go away! What do you want with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. Be quiet, Jesus said sternly. Come out of him. Then the demon threw the man down before them all and came out without injuring him. All the people were amazed and said to each other, What words these are! With authority and power he gives orders to impure spirits, and they come out. And the news about him spread throughout the surrounding area. Jesus left the synagogue and went to the home of Simon. Now Simon's mother-in-law was suffering from a high fever, and they asked Jesus to help her. So he bent over her and rebuked the fever, and it left her. She got up at once and began to wait on them. At sunset, the people brought to Jesus all who had various kinds of sickness, 
and laying his hands on each one, he healed them. Moreover, demons came out of many people, shouting, You are the Son of God. But he rebuked them and would not allow them to speak, because they knew he was the Messiah. At daybreak, Jesus went out to a solitary place. The people were looking for him, and when they came to where he was, they tried to keep him from leaving them. But he said, I must proclaim the good news of the kingdom of God to the other towns also, because that is why I was sent. And he kept on preaching in the synagogues of Judea. Now here in uh, Luke chapter 4, we're looking at verse 33. It says, In the synagogue there was a man possessed by a demon, an impure spirit. Wait a second, where was he? It says, in the synagogue. What an interesting place. Now I can see him out on the road, down an alley, or behind a building somewhere, but he's in the synagogue. In Romans chapter 16, Paul tells us to be aware of those who cause challenges within the community of faith. Those who cause uh, disunity. For God has called us to be unified. In, the in Jude, the one chapter uh, that Jude wrote, he talks about those who are uh, like reefs, and the reef in the ocean would tear the bottom out of a ship as it goes forward. So in our fellowship, we need to be aware of, are there those that are causing disruption? The, the Lord talks to us and shares with us how we should handle them in Scripture. And I encourage you to read that. But more than that, I would ask, are you the disruption? Am I the one who challenges the unity of the believers? Our goal is to, as Ephesians chapter 4 tells us, is to maintain the unity that we have. It's not something we have to generate unity. No, it's already there. What our job is, is not to rip the bottom out of that. Not to be a reef tearing the bottom out of a ship. So, am I being disruptive? Am I being the one who distracts from the unity of moving forward with the Lord? As we see here in this passage, that in the synagogue there was someone who was being disruptive. And at that point, Christ dealt with him. He was possessed, and, and Christ sent that demon away. But there's also another area I want to touch base with here. Over on verse 42, after a busy day of casting demons out of people from the synagogue, he also was doing healing. And he had been very busy with the people. Many people were bringing those that needed a touch from the Lord to him. So, boy, did he have a schedule? Was his daytimer or his, uh, his iPad full of appointments? It certainly was. And after a day like that, there it says here in verse 42, At daybreak, Jesus went out to a solitary place. The people were looking for him, and when they came to him were where he was, they tried to keep him from leaving them. 
See, Jesus knew he had a ministry, a time with those folks. And there's an area where our time with ministry, with certain people, we, we have to step away. I don't know what your end of year was like. I don't know what your December was like, but I know that where I live, there's a lot of busyness and doing and buying and giving and traveling. And at a point, we need to stop. We need to stop our thrashing. A friend of mine has a ministry, a wonderful ministry, and the theme is stop, look, and listen. And notice that Jesus in the morning after a, a full day, and he was going to be traveling in that day, he took time out to, to stop and, and renew himself. As that psalm said, be still and know that I am God. I'd encourage you this year to set a plan to be able to set time aside where you stop your thrashing about. Yes, you're a good worker. Yes, you, you're doing many, many things. But you need that time to let the, the Lord of your life, the one who gave to you life itself, and that has promised in John 10.10, 10, I, I give you life and life more abundantly as we walk with Him. That's, that's what we grow in. But we need to not think it's all about how much we can do. It's about what He has done for us and how we are going to know Him in the future. How we're going to understand His Word to us through the Bible, through fellowship of other believers, but also spending time quietly waiting upon Him and not always talking to Him in prayer. Oh, Lord God, how about this and how about that? That's, he wants to hear, but there's also the time we need to, in His presence, as we know Him, we need to stop and allow just His Spirit within us to speak to us, to teach us and guide us, to work with us. Today, I encourage you to grow in Him this year in a powerful new way. Now, as I read here in verse 42, they didn't want him to leave. Jesus was wonderful for them, and they, they knew that, and they wanted him to stay there with him. But he says here in verse 43, it says, But he said, I must proclaim the good news of the kingdom of God to the other towns also, because that is why I'm sent. You know, when I first uh, received the Lord, uh, as a young boy, I, I thought, well, okay, I'm, I'm done. Let me just head on up to heaven. You know, I'm done. I don't have much more to do here on earth. Well, I'm, I'm late in life and many years after that thought because there's things that I'm here to be doing to serve Him, bringing glory to His name. And I must tell you that there are many things you're about too, things still ahead for you in your life that you are to grow in and you are to serve Him in it. And so I would encourage you to realize as Matthew chapter 7 
speaks about the idea of we are salt and light, that you be salt and light where you work, where you live, with the church, with the friends, the family. Let me pray for you. Heavenly Father, this day, we are so excited about the new year, the new opportunities we have. Lord, may our hearts be lifted up and may we find our strength in you. Lord, in all of the busyness, may we find a time for Sabbath rest, a time to be still and know that you are God, a time in our own lives, Lord, when we listen to your voice speaking to us. Lord, in your word or in our prayer time, when you recall things to us. Father, guide us in these days ahead. In your precious name, amen. For a single soul, Regina Pardo and Stepping in Prosa, CGA.